another week of talking about the biggest stories in Clarksville. Your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast. Hello, my name is Ryan Pluckelman. Joining me as always, he's the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, Chris The Word Smith. Hey, how's it going, Ryan? It's going well. Talking. We're going to be talking about it. It should be called Pod Talking. Pod talking? Pod talking. Because we're podcasting, but we're talking during a podcast. Yeah, I guess you need the cast thing for the whole internet. Yeah, it sounds, it, it sounds yeah, hip. Okay. Yeah. If we said pod talking, we'd sound like people's grandpas going, is that a pod talking going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So anyway, we had, uh, we had a bit of news this week. We always seem to have big news mm-hmm. in Clarksville. These are the top stories yeah. of the week. From ClarksvilleNow.com. These are the biggest of the big. So this is an odd one because people have been talking about this one nationwide. And um, I had no idea until I got a Taylor phone call. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? No, is no, there no, a Clarksville no, no. connection to that no, story? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Uh, except that I don't know the difference between the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bills. <laughs> or Bruins or whatever they are. But um, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, but that's another story. Yeah. The um. Yeah. So this has been uh, people have been talking about this for a while, and I heard about it. Um. But then somebody um called uh, our offices here at Clarksville now and said, "Hey, are you familiar with the Kevin McGrath case?" And I wasn't sure because I pay so much attention to local news that I lose track of what's happening nationally. That's why I had no idea who Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey were. Yeah. 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 So um, I know who Taylor Swift is. <laughs> But anyway, so um, yeah, this has been going on for a minute here. There was a guy who uh, named Kevin McGrath mm-hmm. who went missing from a cruise ship, and I'll get into the details of that in a minute. Here. Yeah. But um, a uh, woman called and said, "Hey, I'm his ex-wife, and I live here in Clarksville with his two children, um, ages two and three years old. He yeah. uh, was a Fort Campbell soldier. I uh, lived here for three years and um, left. Let's see, I think in 2021." Mm-hmm. Um and uh, moved away and um was in yeah he was uh stationed from 2019 I think it's 2021 and then he was um on this cruise with his uh, family um uh, celebrating his father's 80th birthday yeah um with this Carnival Cruise Line and he didn't show up the next morning they have video of him wandering around the ship yeah they have a video of him going down the hallway going to bed and then nothing and nobody knows what happened to the guy. Yeah. Wow. That, that, if you didn't hear that, that was a really dumbfounded uh, look on Ryan's face as he shook his head. Well, because, well, yeah. you know, you think of cruise ships. What yeah. do you think of? Uh, a shutter. What do you call that? Shutter uh, something where you shuffleboard shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not what I was trying <laughs> to get you to say. When I yeah. think of cruise ships, I've never been on one. Mm-hmm. My wife wants to go on one, but I have mm-hmm. no desire to be on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. I think of the love boat, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's quite a bit bigger and quite and a Captain bit more. Captain Stubing. Yes. And, yeah. and Gopher. Oscar. You know, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. But apparently a lot has happened to cruise ships in the cruise ship industry since the love boat. It's it's no longer like it's very hard to to do anything that they don't know because mm-hmm. they've got cameras everywhere. And they have like sensors for someone going overboard. They have overboard sensors. So yeah, they can sense uh, if someone falls off. Yeah, somebody falls off that ship. Sirens are going to go off. You exactly, know, because there's a body you know flying by these sensors, and um, yeah. you have to scan in and scan out because they're trying to keep track of everybody. Oh, they don't want to so leave people that. behind. I went on a cruise uh, for our honeymoon in uh, 1993. So the love boat. Essentially, your cruise was the love boat. No, it was much. Smaller. Was Charo on there too? No. No, <laughs> that would have been awesome though. 
But um, but yeah, we actually almost got left in uh, Nassau because we were running back to get to the uh, yeah. on the boat. But there, there was no check in or anything like that. Well, I mean, what happened was someone at the cruise ship industry said we almost left this dork and his wife in Nassau, <laughs> so we're gonna have to figure out a way to make sure we don't leave people behind. And yeah. now they scan people in and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's just the strangest mystery because apparently it's more common than you would want to believe for people to fall off. The side of a cruise well, ship, you know, people you buy drinking the unlimited drinking package, yeah. But um, but yeah, but there's no record of anything happening to this guy. They just um, can't find him, and it's been three weeks. It's been over three weeks. They have no idea where he is. Yeah. They have no. They, they've searched the ship. Um, the ship is. And then some people are very upset because they searched the ship and then ship went out on another cruise. So now you know, finding evidence of what may have happened to him right. is kind of compromised because they've had you know eight or, or someone nine else cruises in his room. since yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and so police are involved trying to track the, track him down, and, and nobody knows what happened to him. There's like no video evidence of, of where he went, and, and no, you know, nobody knows uh, no eyewitness evidence of where he went. That is absolutely crazy. It's strange, yeah. So it's a in the Agatha Christie uh, novel. You Have know? you found anything? Have you been doing some? Because I know you tend to dig into stuff pretty deep oh, when I, you get a story. I mean. No, I mean, there's we don't know much more about it. The um, the sad thing is, um, this if you look at the lead of the story, basically this um, little girl, uh, you know, is watching TV and yells, "That's my daddy!" and it's a newscast. Oh, with her father's yeah you know, picture on. Never so want to see that. The mom had to run over and turn the TV off, and she's been trying to protect her kids from um, from finding out, you know, and hearing horrible things about the situation right. involving right. their father. Um, and they're you know they're. She's, of course, distraught and worried, and well, yeah. hopefully he turns up. Yeah, what a crazy yeah. story to think that with all of the precautions that they have, with all the security, with all mm. of the double checks and balances after they nearly left Chris and his wife mm. behind on an island, yeah. that yeah. they would that someone could just disappear on a cruise ship. Yeah. Interesting yeah. to see how this turns out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was an odd thing that sort of uh, fell in our laps. Um, so yeah. You never know when you pick up the phone who's going to be calling with some... Odd connection to a major national, you know, story like that. And let me tell you, mm -hmm. when my phone rings, it's generally someone trying to get me to play a song or mm -hmm. someone heard something they weren't sure about or whatever. Chris gets a couple different types of calls. Some calls he gets, it's a great news tip for a story that leads to something that, you know, because, I mean, Chris does not... He's, does not just rely on psychic powers to know what's going on. Right. So getting news Contrary tips is to important. common belief. Right. We're right. not psychic. No. But so news <laughs> we tips. We rely on news tips. Right. News tips are, are a big part of the job. And so mm -hmm. Chris will get, you know, tips to a great story that'll turn into something big. I mean, there's so many stories I can think of that just started with a phone call to ClarksvilleNow.com. Like, mm -hmm. hey, look into this. So it's that type of call. And then there's the crazy calls that make mm -hmm. zero sense. Yeah. So you, you you never quite know. And then there's there's a there's a there's a website there's a Facebook group run by a shyster in town. That's the name is kind of similar. It's not like I don't understand how people confuse the two. But you will get calls all the time of people yelling at you because this shyster con artist has this similar website and they don't like what's on the shyster con artist site. And so you have to remind them like no no that's that's not us. Mm -hmm. We have nothing to do with that. That Facebook page. Yeah. One of the oddest uh, conversations I ever had with somebody, and this was back when I worked at the newspaper, a um, woman came by um, with a handheld video, you know, a VHS video, yeah. um, to prove that there were demons um, in these rocks that were in her house. Yeah. And as she's showing me this video, and I'm realizing this lady has like 
six hours of video of slow pan video yeah. that she did herself with a handheld camera yeah. of these rocks. And she said, if you watch them long enough, you can see the demons' faces in the rocks. Did you watch it for six hours? I watched it for 30 seconds. <laughs> and then I encouraged her to show this video to her children yeah. and to her uh, medical practitioner. Yes. Because her medical practitioner may really want to see what she has to say about these rocks. That was nice. Of you yeah, because it's like all I can do in a situation yeah. like that is try to connect them right. with someone in their family. Right. You might say, oh, man, Aunt Helen right. has gone off the deep end. We really need to get her some medical help. Or to her doctor who can, you know, say, Helen, I need you to start taking some psychiatric medications, you know. But, I thought um, you were going to say you passed it off to the intern and said, watch this for six <laughs> no. hours and you report anything you see. Yeah. Yeah. No. But about once a year and here and at the Leaf Chronicle, I've had, uh, you know, yeah. basically people who have major psycho, psych, um, psychosis Issues. Yeah. Uh, coming to me with something that they think is happening. Yeah. It's not really happening. And, and, and it's nice of you to redirect them. That's all I can do. Exactly. You know, people want to be heard. They want yeah. to be listened to yeah. and they want to feel like somebody is paying attention with their, because usually people just slam the door in their face or ignore them or, you know, yeah. whatever. But, and I just try to find some way to get them to listen to their doctor. Yeah. You know? My life is a little bit harder because when people send me music, 99 times out of 100, it's garbage that I'd never mm. play. There's yeah. some real good stuff. I know uh, Sadie Fine is working on some new music, which mm. is really good. And I'm excited that, you know, that that's going to be coming to Q108 at some point. Yeah. But a lot of times I'll get something that someone made in their basement. Mm -hmm. and, you, and it's hard to tell someone that their baby's ugly. Yeah, It's hard to tell someone like, hey, this just isn't for me. Yeah, because that's their, their artistic output. Exactly. You know? That's what they pour their soul into. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard. For every Haven Madison or Sadie Fine, there are a thousand that are not even in the same category. Yeah, sadly so. Yes. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Clarksville connections to national news. Yeah. Um, so you're going to wonder why anybody here cares about this. But last week, um, China halted the exportation of geran germanium. <laughs> I can hardly say this word. Germanium and gallium. <laughs> So those sound like two names that that uh, Gen Zers would name their kids. Millennials yeah. are going to name their kids germanium. Germanium. Yeah, because I yeah. looked at it as I was. You know, I say things things in my head, and when I open my mouth and try to say them out loud, I'm like yeah. German, German, Germanium. <laughs> no, it's not Germanium. Um, germanium and gallium. Okay. Um, so you were tracking this, right? China halting the experts of uh, I'll tell you germanium what. and gallium. I have my my phone set to send me any alerts uh -huh. when it comes to germanium or gallium. Yeah, like yeah. I want to know yeah. what are the current levels in this country of germanium and gallium. Mm -hmm. And if we blow, if we go below a certain level, I get really concerned. And so you know, I'm constantly following Chinese commerce and decisions mm -hmm. of the People's Republic of China. Yeah. And so when I heard that they were halting exports. Mm -hmm. All I could think of was, oh, man, if only there was a place in Clarksville that could fill the gap. Well, wait, wait, wait. You're jumping ahead. Oh, I am. Because okay. there's two important reasons why germanium is germane to Ryan Pluckelman. Um, so germanium and gallium are both key components. He was my favorite Jackson 5 member, by the way. A germanium? Yeah, germanium. Yeah. He, was, he was the um, best. Are key components in uh, electric uh, vehicle batteries. Oh! And um, solar panels. Ooh! And um, precision uh, weapons. Um, okay. They're, they're really important um, to, uh, to all these products. Well, it turns out, and, and I'll let you proceed, like, you know, why, why would this matter? I'll give you three guesses as to why this matters in Clarksville. Well, because we've got a lot of those industries 
Okay. But, but we also have a mining operation that can fill the gap. That's right. Good news for Nearstar because Nearstar Zinc in Clarksville could mm-hmm. become the biggest uh, you know, yeah. producer so, of germanium yeah, and, so, and uh and, and uh, titonium. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, my second favorite Jackson while, Five. While, while China is cutting off the taps to these things, Nearstar's sitting back saying, "Wait a minute, we've got a bunch of germanium and gallium sitting in our backyard that we've been producing for decades and haven't had anything to do with them." Somebody was sitting there reading the paper, going, "Man, you see this germane? We could be a germanium shortage." Uh no, there's not. There's a whole bunch in the back. Yeah, yeah. So they've got all this stuff out back that they want to sell to you. So that basically makes Nearstar the largest uh, North American supplier of germanium and gallium. Wow! Uh, if they can get it processed. Yeah. So they're looking for uh, for basically some federal, maybe state funding to help them build a factory yeah. on site, not at a new location, on yeah. site, where they will basically just pour these byproducts from their zinc processing um, into uh, the uh, this refinery and be able to supply all the germanium and gallium that the U.S. needs. You know, wow. Theoretically. I may be overstating it, but yeah. yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. National right here in Clarksville. World News that ties into Clarksville. Exactly. Story number two. That's right. You've now set the precedent. So if this next story doesn't tie into a national story, then, then we're, you're kind of... I can only do so much. Right? Okay. All right. I can That's only, it, folks. I can, only, I can only do so much. That's it. <laughs> we do have more to talk. Well, I guess this could be. Um, so the... Uh, <laughs> I started to ask this question a completely different way, but I'm probably not going to. Okay. Um, so medical marijuana, when was the last time you used medical marijuana for your, um, well, I'll tell you uh, what, yeah. I felt like <laughs> yesterday, it's funny you bring this up because yesterday I was driving down Wilma Rudolph Boulevard mm-hmm. and I felt Choking like I was, no, no, blunt. I felt like yeah. I was though, because there was a van in front of me. Mm-hmm. This is like a, out of Cheech and Chong. I'm yeah. not exaggerating folks. There's a van in front of me. First of all, I smelled marijuana as mm-hmm. i turned down wilma mm-hmm. and i'm kind of like am i really smelling that mm-hmm. or is is the song that i'm listening to is the dave matthews band song on the radio <laughs> bringing back a memory and then i'm like nope no it's 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 definitely the giggle grass yeah. and so as i'm driving down wilma rudolph mm-hmm. i noticed that there's smoke pouring out of the van in front of me and it was like it was like a grateful dead concert they were token they were three tokes over the line, sweet Jesus, <laughs> as they're driving down Wilma. And I'm like, my God, I was getting a contact yeah. high driving down Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. And then the other day, I was just jogging through my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, you know, I, I, I jog early in the morning because I like to do that before your, work. You're mentally ill. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm running through a nice neighborhood, you know, connected to mine. Uh-huh. What do I smell again? The sticky icky. Uh, it huh. was, it was, I'm like, well, there's a lot of weed in Clarksville. Yeah. Um, yeah. You smell it everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was just seeing a post from one of our coworkers on Facebook the other day said, you know, uh, DoorDash folks, um, please air out the bag <laughs> before you close it. So apparently somebody had like, you know, exhaled a bunch of uh, pot smoke, secondhand pot smoke into the bag before uh, handing it off. It was funny when we were, when our kids were younger, we took them to a concert at the, uh, at where, uh, the old, the, the, the amphitheater off of near Nashville. Starwood? 35. No, no, no. The, 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 oh God, it's the one that's. Connected Loretta Lynn, all that Tanya uh, Tucker, Grand Ole Opry. No, it's it's, it's an amphitheater, anyways. Okay. Now it's worth theater. Yeah. I'm forgetting the name right now. Yeah, and I remember 
this outdoor amphitheater and all of a sudden I smell it everywhere. Mm. The kids had no idea what that was. Like, dad, what's that smell? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a special kind of cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the first concert I ever went to, uh, Kansas with a survivor opening with their uh, hit song, eye of the tiger. Yeah. Um, the, uh, my, I was like the uh, same situation. I was like, what is that weird smell? All the cigarette smoke smells weird here, dad. <laughs> and my dad was like, don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. And there was like the guy, I remember this guy with gray hair sitting right in front of me smoking a cigarette. I'm sure that's what it was. Right. You know, it yeah. looked like a cigarette to me. But anyway, smoking a doobie. Anyway, he was doobing it up. He was doobing at the Kansas show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, medical marijuana, um, has basically does not have nearly, marijuana doesn't have at all, have nearly the stigma that it did, you know, uh, several years ago. Right. And especially medical marijuana is, um, becoming increasingly, there's more and more of a push. You, you, I think it'd be hard, hard pressed to find a lot of people who are really against medical marijuana. I think you may find people who are concerned. But right. like even at our state yeah. legislature, I mean, polling shows, you know, of the population and, you know, recent moves at the state general assembly seems to indicate that there's not a lot of opposition to allowing people to take mar- medical marijuana. Um, well, if we're going to sit here and claim, I mean, we have a Republican supermajority mm-hmm. in the legislature. If we're going to complain, if we're going to say we're conservative, we've got to act conservative. Mm-hmm. And the conservative stance on that is mind your own business and the government needs to mind their own. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at the history of why marijuana was outlawed in this country, it almost sounds like something out of a conspiracy theory novel. I mean, you look at the turn of the century and why those laws were made. Why? To incarcerate minorities at a higher mm-hmm. rate. That's why marijuana was outlawed in this country and for a despicable it, when it reason. Started was it primarily Latinos mm-hmm. yeah. who were using it, and Latinos and African Americans, and and so laws were being passed all over the country to outlaw marijuana as an excuse to incarcerate people, mm-hmm. and so you attach the stigma to it and all of the the uh, propaganda made. You know what is reefer madness? Yeah, we've yeah. all we've all seen that, and I think you have to look at it, especially when. We have so many veterans that are suffering mm-hmm. from things that they have found through actual research, not through a Joe Rogan show, mm-hmm. but through actual research that there is positive effects that can be presented to uh, folks with medical, you know, certain certain diseases, PTSD. You think of cancer, you think of all of these things. There's even um, you think of Parkinson's disease. I've seen research that has shown what THC, the, the active ingredient in marijuana mm-hmm can do to help people with Parkinson's. Mm. So it's a plant. It's not like someone's making it, you know, in a factory right. somewhere. It's not crack. It's, it's a, not X. It's or, a naturally yeah. existing plant. And mm. if this plant can produces something that can help people who are suffering, I have not heard a compelling argument yet as to why we should not open that up here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of arguments from people that are, that are, that are still remembering reefer madness mm-hmm which again was propaganda. Um, I've never heard a compelling argument. Yeah. Not saying there's not one out there. I simply haven't heard one yet. Yeah. I mean, I can see reasons and, you know, come to think of it as you're just talking about that. The, marijuana is far more natural than even alcohol, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, beer and wine are basically distilled. Right. So, so you have to do something to it. the marijuana is just a plant, right. you know, right. but um, I have concerns about people not, understanding the potential risks right. of habituation right. of what it can do. If you're a teenager and you get, you start using it, it right. can have, you know, damaging influences on the way you handle 
you know, if you become habituated to it and use it as a crutch for dealing with your right. own anxiety, because it is a powerful drug. Um, it's naturally occurring drug. So I, my only concerns are, you know, people should be careful and be aware of Absolutely. the risks and the, the disadvantages of using it. Um, but that said, there's a lot of things out there, especially when you talk about alcohol <laughs> right, and right. You know, vaping and all these things yeah. that are legal. Um, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's always a good idea. Right. But if you're talking about treating cancer and you're talking about treating PTSD and all kinds of other things that THC has been proven to help address... I think it's ridiculous that we don't allow it. If you're locking up cancer patients who are taking advantage of marijuana because it's the only thing that settles their stomach and allows them to eat, mm-hmm. you know, it's prolonging their life and it's giving them a, a better quality of life. Yeah. You got to look at why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Look at just, just research it. And again, there may be a compelling argument out there. I haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to stop. We don't we do not want to be the last state that moves on this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tax revenue that can be made from this. I think Colorado is a great example. You look at when Colorado legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they had more revenue than they knew what to do with. They're paving all the roads. They're building brand new schools. Mm-hmm. All of that. So I, I, I only ask that our state representatives, our state senators, when they're talking about these things, when they're bringing these things up, you better have a darn good reason why you say no. Mm-hmm. And that better, be, that better be backed with reason, facts, mm-hmm. and reality, and not because, you know, when you were a kid, you had to watch Reefer Madness in school, mm-hmm. and you were told that it's just for dirty hippies. Yeah, and the people you're saying no to are right. elderly people mm-hmm. dying of terminal illnesses. Yep. And soldiers who have served your country yep, to exactly. protect your freedom, right. those soldiers have come back from war saying, this is something I want. Right. This is something I need. And that's pretty compelling. And in fact, the, the I, we were talking about all of this because it was part of the uh, Montgomery County and city legislative agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montgomery County as a government and uh, Clarksville City Council as a government entity um, both voted to make this part of their legislative agenda. Yeah. Um, so the majority of our county commission and the majority of our city council want medical marijuana to be approved. And so they're basically asking our legislators to, to move forward with it. And, um, and yeah, everybody seems receptive to it. And, and, oh, and the local movement to do this was actually initiated by a soldier. Oh, um, really? A citizen soldier with PTSD approached the county commission and said, hey, this is something that's important to me. I would like you guys to advocate for it. And the county commission said, yeah. We'll, Kudos we'll, to the we'll county commission. Because yeah. there was a time mm. when... Uh, you, Lisa Pritchard, by the way, was one of the ones who... Uh, yeah. the commissioner Lisa Pritchard stood up. Um, Bravo. Stepped forward for this. Because yeah. there was a time when everyone said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll look into that. And then they would put it to the mm. side. But now that's, that's, that's brave. It's a bold yeah. stance. But listen, if it's going to help people, if it's going to ease suffering... And, uh, you know, the only argument you have is something from the 1940s. I think it's time to, to move forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, so now that's not something that we can do on our own. We basically have to um, ask the state legislature. Well, the to person change, that was going down Wilma in that van was doing it on no. their own. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, somebody was telling me that they were in Nashville recently. and um, That was me. Was that you? Yep. You don't even remember when I tell you stuff anymore. I remember the you story. You don't even pay attention when I talk to you. Now <laughs> <laughs> somebody told me, yeah, I was at a concert. And some yeah. guy was selling joints right outside the Ryman. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, so they don't, they, it's decriminalized in Davidson. Yeah. In, in, in I think it's kind of unofficially decriminalized in a lot of cases around 
I mean, I didn't see a big stream of, of, of police officers following the van with smoke pouring out of yeah. it, smelling like marijuana. So, that'll, you know, there's another argument like the only um, one of the main arguments you could make is like, well, what if the pot has fentanyl in it? Well, if it's legal, right. guess what? You get to regulate it. Exactly. You know, what if yeah. my can of Schlitz has fentanyl in it? No, my can of Schlitz isn't going to have fentanyl in it because that stuff is legal and regulated and produced in a quality controlled environment. If you know, if you've if you're creating, you know, medical marijuana in whatever form, whether it's gummies or yeah, uh, or cigarettes or whatever, you're going to be in a factory and things are going to be a little bit better controlled. By the way, I've tried Schlitz. There's no quality control involved in the bottling <laughs> well, process. I I would agree with that. It was, <laughs> it was the first beer name that came to mind. What's Schlitz? We'll say Yingling. Of all we'll say, the beers. Yingling, Sam Adams. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Schlitz. Yeah. Is it even, you can't even buy Schlitz anymore. I don't know. I don't, I've, I've never bought Schlitz, I'll tell you that. I've had it handed to me at a party in college and next forced myself to, to take it and drink it. I'm excited for Chris to bring up hams next time as we go through our, our <laughs> references of horrible beers. <laughs> All right. So um, next up um, on the legislative agenda, well, not next, but yeah. um, animals. Animal control. So okay. uh, one of the frustrations that a lot of um, uh, people have had about the way animal uh, control is handled across Tennessee is that there's really not a lot of enforcement uh, because you can't enforce stuff um, at the uh, at the local level. There's not really any tethering laws that make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. You can't be cruel to an animal. So then right. how do you define being cruel to an animal? It's kind of vague. Yeah. Right. So theoretically, you could chain a dog to a tree and leave it chained to a tree for I don't know how long and you know, dog can run ruts in the ground as long as you're, I think you have to provide clean water. Right. But, um, this, uh, they're calling for a change in the laws that would basically allow animal control to, um, stop people from letting a dog be tethered for an extended period of time, um, for being chained with a a chain that's heavier than its body, all kinds of things like that. Yeah. And would allow them to actually issue tickets and enforce the laws. Yeah. Because right now, all you can really do is just tell the homeowner, hey, that's not cool. Bring your dog in. But right. This would actually provide some enforcement. Which you'd like to see because, mm. I, you know, I think everybody loves animals. Mm. You think that and then you drive by somebody who's got a dog chained out to a tree and it's 120 degrees outside. Yeah. But yeah, what can you do to actually give animal control some teeth to be able yeah. to do their jobs and just not go like, well, there's really nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. And responsible so. dog owners, responsible pet owners. This is no problem. Right. There's a whole lot of people that have that are wonderful dog owners have never thought in a million years, I'm going to go leave my dog outside with a 50 pound chain on a hundred degree day. Yeah. But what can you do to give animal control some, some teeth and allow yeah. them to actually enforce some laws? And, and the thing is, you know, yeah, there's animals that are kept outside all the time, mm-hmm. you know, chickens, you know, yeah. whatever, but, but you, you can't just like, starve a horse for example you know i mean yes they're animals right they're animals that we have domesticated right that we have accepted responsibility for right so we need to do something to make sure that people are taking care of them the way ought to you know it's like you break you 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 broke it you bought it you know we have domesticated these animals and we have taken them into our homes we can't just turn around then and neglect them and treat them horribly it's one of those things that you know we didn't have a dog for the longest time because it's like we got three kids yeah why do i want to add any more chaos. craziness to my life, <laughs> yeah. right? And then our youngest, who just had a heart for animals. Mm-hmm. My other my other two kids just really didn't care. Mm-hmm. They're like, eh, we got a cat, we got a dog, I don't care. But our youngest had such a heart for animals. You could just tell, like, she was just such an animal person. Yeah. 
we're like, we gotta get her a dog. Yeah, and yeah. so we we did, and it was a great decision to make. I mean, we I, I love that little that little dog. Yeah. She's finally realized that she can't take the dog with her to college mm, next year. So that's right. Don't want to take a dog to college. <laughs> no, that's you bad do news. not. No, yeah. you do not. But good news. I hope that something comes out. I hope the, I hope something actually comes out of of two of those things. I really mm. do hope that that they really seriously seriously do the research. Don't base your decision off of propaganda and do what's best for the citizens of Tennessee in both of these instances. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully something will happen up with both of them. So here's another one. All right. Um, so remember when we were supposed to get a roundabout? They were talking about roundabouts mm-hmm. for the longest time. And mm-hmm. I know they were going to build a roundabout on the corner of Needmore and uh, what was it? Oh, God. Uh, Whitfield. Yeah, Whitfield and Needmore. Yeah, was that was right near where I used one. to live. I used to live out there, but I've yeah. since moved. Um, but, so, yeah. So the route, it was supposed to be there. Uh-huh. And they have been working on that for what seems to be a million years. Mm-hmm. They broke ground, I think, over two years ago. They did. Yeah. How is it hard to make a roundabout that it takes two you years know, to make a roundabout? Is a lot of math involved? It could be. I, mean, I think it involves the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it took them a while to build Stonehenge, and that's round. That's, that's true. Um, is that what they're doing? Are they, are they using labor to bring the stones and roll them from West Tennessee I, over to here? It could be. It could be. You know, there's probably like some guy standing in the middle of where where they want to put it like yeah. holding a rope yeah. and then some other guys like walking around they keep and maybe by the time they they dig like a hole going all the way around it fills back in or something it'll you know? be perfect i don't know but what's yeah. taking so long well what's taking so long the city has been pushing as hard as they can the problem is at&t and charter oh at&t and charter are not owned by the city of Clarksville. Oh. They don't have to answer to the city of Clarksville. Mm. AT&T and Charter answer to the shareholders of AT&T and Charter. Okay. And um, they're private companies. They can do what they want. And so they have utility lines that Mm. are underground. Yeah. Um, This is the same problem that's happening out at uh, MLK and Madison Street. Okay. Where they've been under construction in that widening project for years now. Mm. Um, I think that's over two years that that one's been going as well. The problem is the city will say, hey, we're going to do this. Heads up. Yeah. You guys need to move your utility lines. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Nothing for years. And so the um, city is basically saying, you know, we can't force them to move, you know, but they won't move out of our way. And okay. we can't just dig up their lines. Yeah, you can. Or we're going to get sued. You know, you can't just break their lines. And, you know, and then, of course, everybody's going to be mad at the city for you know breaking the lines. Right. But also, 18 Church, they could sue the city of Clarksville for breaking their lines. So, and here's the kicker. If they had moved their lines two years ago, you know how much lower the construction costs for that roundabout would have been? They oh, have yeah. cost, yeah. AT&T and Charter have cost the city of Clarksville thousands of dollars, maybe tens of thousands of dollars. I don't know how much because of the inflation mm-hmm. that, that's happened yeah. since they were told to move those lines. So our taxpayer money is being wasted by private companies not moving quickly enough to get their stuff out of the way. Not moving it in a reasonable period of time. So what can we do about this, Chris? Is this on the legislative agenda? Why, yes, it is, right? Well, look at that. It's on the legislative agenda. So what the city has proposed, and the county has proposed um, similar uh, backing, but the city specifically said that they want a, a law statewide that says that the utility company has, within 30 days of being notified that they need to move the lines, they need to begin 
operations of yeah. moving the lines yeah. within 30 days. Okay. That would have made a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. We'd yeah. already be yeah. zooming around. I'd oh, be yeah. giving my wife vertigo, flying that around roundabout. that roundabout. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. roundabouts. But um, and that that mat- widening of Madison would already be done right now had they had they moved their stuff out of the way. But this would force them to do it to start within thirty days. That seems reasonable. Yeah, and if they don't, well, then the state gets to fine them. You know, yeah, a couple ten thousand dollars. I'll tell you what. What you really do then is you give them thirty days, and then if they don't move their lines, you just cut them. And I will tell you, <laughs> getting all of those calls. From customers, they'll move that. That line will be moved the next day. Uh, I think that's that's like a, some form of extortion or something. I Is don't that think, extortion? I mean, the city can't just go willy-nilly cutting people's utility lines. I need to lines. get into politics. Yeah, we need to get into the law. Is there a city council spot jump open? Over that. Can I get in I get in on this? I don't know. You think you can win a city council seat? No, not at all. I couldn't no? beat anybody. Why not? It's just been, because yeah. you smoked some pot listening to Dave Matthews? That was a while ago. ago. That was a while ago. <laughs> I don't think that's a disqualifier like it used to be. The, the famous, uh, I, no, I did not inhale uh, caveat is, has it been seems around like, for a while. Honestly, it seems like recently you can do anything and still be elected. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently so. Yeah, we've lowered our standards quite <laughs> a bit across the board. Yeah, across the yeah, board. No, nothing, nothing sacred anymore. All right. So if you like those things that we talked about, mm-hmm. be it the the uh, utility line moving, mm-hmm. the, 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 the sweet token <laughs> and then the keeping you know giving animal control some teeth yeah email your representatives yeah yeah um the uh so it's ronnie glenn mm-hmm. curtis johnson um jeff burkhart and uh, bill powers yeah uh, that's our legislative delegation those are the people who represent us in the general assembly or just contact anybody but you know gov- governor lee just yeah. you know anybody who can um you know make a difference um to get this stuff going i run into bill powers all the time you do just randomly yeah. We seem to travel in the same circles. Having dinner at the Hermitage. Yeah. And Next time I see him, I'm just going to go, hey, Senator hey, Powers. Hey, Bill. What's your thought on that wacky tobacco? And just kind of get his idea what yeah. he thinks on that. Yeah. But yeah. no, send those emails. because no, um, Powers, Powers supports um, medical marijuana. I figured he would. Yeah. He's a smart guy. I like yeah. Bill. Yeah. Um, so uh, last and final story here. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin P. State University. Let's is, go pee. Let's go pee. They have uh, announced an interesting thing that they're doing now. They're guaranteeing admission um, plus a $1,000 scholarship for any students with a 3.0 GPA. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's, I was like, what? Really? You can just do that? And apparently you can. So are they concerned that that could lead to an influx of a whole lot of new students and not a whole lot of places to put them? I don't know. Because as quickly I mean, as Austin P is growing, and Austin P is growing at an exponential rate. I mean, it, it's, I, I'm sure the, the, the growth is matching just the incredible growth of the city of Clarksville. Mm-hmm. All the new dorms that they've had to build. And what are they? They're almost 11,000 students or something mm-hmm. at Austin P. I mean, yeah, it is. Close to it. Yeah. yeah so you they wonder. Did, I, want, I want to say they did hit 11,000 enrollment pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And, of course, COVID messed everything right. up. Right. And maybe part of this is a response to, to COVID, because I know every university in the United States, their enrollments dropped right. um, after, uh, you know, during COVID and, and has, hasn't come back as much as they want. Surely they, you know, I'm sure they ran the numbers on this and said, okay, if we offer this, how many more applications would we get? And can right. we actually give everybody a place? Right. And apparently so. I know, know there's some, they're, they're doing it. There's so. some universities in the state of Tennessee where they're having to put freshmen in hotels. Because they have no room yeah, for it. Yeah, TSU them. was having to do that yeah. for, for a while. Uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, it doesn't guarantee that a place to live, um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if you get accepted, 
I guess being accepted wouldn't necessarily guarantee you a dorm room. Right. Um, you could be accepted and say, well, you don't go find an apartment. But who wants um, to live with mom and dad? Yeah. Well, or if you're out of town, I mean, yeah. this, this is open to anyone, I assume, in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're from, you know, Ripley or Johnson city, um, you know, you would need yeah, a place we're big to in Ripley. We are huge. In Ripley. <laughs> we got a lot of listeners in Ripley. Ripley's on my mind because we were just talking about the other day with, um, we, we were about, uh, the guys from Ripley who, um, never mind. It's an, we, we you and I weren't talking about Ripley. You're losing your mind, Silver Temple. Yeah, we were talking to uh, to Will Sanders with IDD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he he had lived in Ripley okay, for a while. Right, yeah, yeah, and it was the first time I've heard of, about Ripley in a long time. Okay. You don't hear about Ripley very often. You don't. No, no. No. It's, it's over there near Dyersburg. I can't wait to hear about Ripley in this podcast when I listen to it again, or the folks that are listening on WNZE on a Sunday mm-hmm. night, and then you'll be able to hear it again on Clarksville's Conversation next week mm-hmm. when we have Will on. That's right. About Ripley. And people will be um, pulling up Google Maps and saying, where, where the heck's Ripley? Where is Ripley? 7,000 people live in Ripley, folks. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to, people are going to be so excited about <laughs> Ripley. Their population is going to increase by 3%. That being like five people who hear this podcast and go yeah oh, i need to move to ripley. How about that ripley yeah. um i love what austin p is doing and i think austin p is still probably one of the best bangs for your buck mm-hmm. when it comes to higher education in the mm-hmm. state of tennessee i believe they are the second cheapest mm-hmm. school to attend in the state of tennessee mm-hmm. the downside of that is when you live in clarksville and you have college age kids Mm-hmm. They want to go someplace where they don't have to see mom and dad all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's a hard sell. Like I'm trying to sell my daughter who mm-hmm. is, you know, she's a, she goes to middle college. So she's an Austin P student right now. I'm like, why don't you just stay at Austin P mm-hmm. go to Austin P just for school next year. It's a great school. No, I want to want to live here. I'm going to, I'm going to, Move away yeah. from mom and dad. Got to move out of your hometown. Uh-huh. That's the dynamic for a lot of people. Yeah. Your kids went from Texas to all over the place mm-hmm. to Florida. Texas, Florida. Uh, the oldest started in Georgia and they ended up in Knoxville and then yeah. ended up in Johnson City. And now he's back. Now he's in Chattanooga. So he's a little closer. Illinois. I've got Southern Tennessee. It gets, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's like, why don't you go to Austin P, kids? It's a good bang for your buck. Yeah. It's right there. We yeah. have we have a young man who works here who goes to Austin P. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lives at the dorms. So his mom and dad live in in uh, in South Clarksville. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because your parents are in town doesn't mean you have to live with your parents. Right. But if you go to Austin P. and you live in the dorms and maybe you, you kind of wild party, mm-hmm. little down, Dave Matthews, little Dave Matthews down there, the odds <laughs> of your parents running into you downtown while you're misbehaving increase exponentially when they live in the same town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or just imagine driving down the street, having a party. Your parents say, what is that smell? Wait a minute. That's our boy's car. <laughs> <You know? laughs> driving down Wilma. Yep. White smoke pouring out of a man. That's right. So you may have some news. Uh, Whataburger. Yes. You talked to the Whataburger folks the other yeah. day. Are they going to be? Are they about to open? Yeah. Uh, I don't know I why. I think they are open. Listen, just, folks, yeah. I'm sorry that you hear my voice all the time on the radio commercials and you hear my voice all the time on the radio soothing soothing dulcet tones thank you and now you hear me all the time here and now i'm on clarksville's conversation as well you can't escape me feel bad for my poor wife who can never get away from my voice but yes Mm -hmm. so i've been filling in on clarksville's conversation and we had two incredible people from whataburger it's not called whataburger it's called whataburger by the way i I have no idea what the distinction is between two things you just said anyway so they're they're (laughs) opening four locations here and so they're getting ready to open their first two. Um, okay. One is going to be a full restaurant 
And then the other one's going to be kind of a drive-through type. They don't like to use the term drive-through only, but it's more of a small, we'll make it via digital orders pickup. type. Pickup. Pickup, yeah. Pursuit pickup. Digital pickup is what, <laughs> is what that's, that's going to be. And so, so I drove by the one at uh, Second and Craft mm-hmm. today. That's not the first one that's going to open. Oh, it's not? I believe maybe it is. I, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. But yeah, one is going to be opening <laughs> very soon. So yeah. within the next couple of weeks. So working out some... It's kind of funny when you... Think about putting together a restaurant, especially something that has never been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to bring in all the stuff. You got to train the staff. You got to make sure the permits are right. You got to make sure everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. And they just want to make sure everything is right and perfect because they know, you know, at Fort Campbell being here, there's a mm-hmm. lot of people from Texas yeah. that love Whataburger. And they mm-hmm. don't want their first Whataburger experience in Clarksville being subpar. So they're just oh, making sure that yeah, everything you, is set. You, you got to go. live up to the standard. Yeah. So as of the yeah. release of this podcast, we should have our first Whataburger open in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Exciting. Cool. They, they're it's known neat. for the burgers. You know, and I remember back in the day when, um, you know, a franchise operation would just come here and open one location, you know, mm-hmm. Starbucks, you yeah. know, whatever. And, now we just drop in four of them. Exactly. You know, right. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, you hit the demographics. Bam. Here's four. Yeah. No, know. it is. It's really, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to try it. Here's the thing with Whataburger that I found. Cause we have people that are, are in the building that are from Texas and there's people mm-hmm. in my life that are from Texas. Mm-hmm. And again, what's the joke? How do you know if someone's from Texas? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They'll tell you. Um, so <laughs> they've been raving about it yeah. because you know, you, when you grow up with something, it's, it's a yeah. big deal, right? And yeah. then when you don't have it, but then it comes here, you get really excited. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like with me when Culver's came here. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped about Culver's, which by yeah, the way, the cheese curds. I was yeah. the first person to try cheese curds. They fired up the the cheese curd fryer uh-huh. and they gave the first batch to me. That's Clarksville trivia right there. Yeah. Well, how so, was it? It was delicious. Curds. Fantastic. Yeah. But then I brought, because I grew up with Culver's, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a Wisconsin thing. And I remember taking our boss... Katie Gamble mm-hmm. uh, to to Culver's for my birthday. She's like, "Where do you want to go?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "We're going to Culver's. You're going to get yourself a butter burger." And she wasn't as excited about it as I was because yeah. I I just smiles well, you, you, delight you it up because it's part of well, your, yeah, your, it's formative experience exactly. Yeah. So I'm getting a lot of the hype up, the similar hype up mm-hmm. from the the Texas people in my life about what a burger. So I'm anxious to try it and mm-hmm. see what what it tastes like and where it ranks yeah. in the burger world. That we have here in Clarksville, because we really do have a lot of great burger options mm-hmm. from local places like Johnny's mm-hmm. um, and, and Kelly's Big Burger, those two local ones. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, of course, we have Five Guys, which mm-hmm. my daughter Evelyn loves Five Guys, mm-hmm. but she's understood now that she's an adult. Well, she's 17 and she can take herself to the restaurant and pay. She's like, I didn't know it was so expensive. That's because dad was paying for it before. <laughs> when you're a kid, you never it's, pay attention yeah, to the price. It's a little more expensive when it's your own wallet. Right, exactly. So we've yeah. got, we'll have just about everything yeah, here once yeah. Whataburger opens. Yeah, that's cool. Have you tried the um, the burgers at uh, Shelby's Trio? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the Joe's Garage? Thing? Yeah. They have two down there that I've been experimenting with. One is like a Black How do you experiment with, with burgers? Well, you just try it. You know, but there's a there's a you black could just say I've been burger. trying it. Well, trying it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so they have a black pepper burger, which is just fat, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they have a garlic one that's yeah. like whole pieces of garlic on it, and yeah. a garlic aioli, and it's like yeah. leans really hard in the garlic. Yeah. And um, and then they have one that's butter, and the, the butter yeah. thing is, yeah. is what you made me think. But yeah, there's we have a lot of neat burger stuff. It, the Johnny's. What I love about that. There was a restaurant like that in uh, my hometown mm-hmm. where basically just take some ground beef and just smash it down yeah. with some grease. Yeah. And it's just a whole other flavor oh, yeah. that you don't get, you know, at your standard burger place. 
I don't know. I don't. I guess that's the trick. I don't know. Those legendary old burger joints mm-hmm. that have been had that grill has been there forever. Yeah, it's yeah. perfectly seasoned. Yeah, never cleaned. Hard, right, hard to duplicate. <laughs> I'm sure they clean it. True story. This yeah. is not a burger joint in Clarksville. It's a burger joint in a nearby town that is legendary. I okay. won't say which one. I'll let people figure it out. Okay. It is not a Clarksville chain. Yeah. So I so heard. Don't call. Don't call and be like, "You're slamming Johnny's." No, I love Johnny's. I think it's fantastic. Uh, but this burger chain was legendary and so i was in this town and i thought you know i'm gonna go ahead and try this and i walked in and yes it was it was that it was the grill that had never been cleaned Uh and there was a a, an elderly woman there who was on oxygen (laughs) smoking a cigarette and she had the cigarette in her between her two fingers so wait a minute you've got you've got uh oxygen tank you've got probably gas lines in there propane (laughs) yes gas lines and uh, open flame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so she would take and the grease. Grease. She would Forgot take the grease. She has. So she had her, her cigarette in between her two fingers. Uh-huh. And then she would take another, the other hand and grab a big hunk of, of ground beef. And I assume and she, she had gloves on. No. <laughs> no, she had gloves on. And she'd slap that burger patty with her two hands. And you could see the butt of the cigarette <laughs> touching that burger patty. So she's packing her cigarette. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On the burger. Oh, on absolutely. the raw meat. Yeah. It, but, I mean, she was like a thousand years old. So, yeah. obviously, she had an iron constitution because of this. Yeah. And this she, is how you live to be 105. Exactly. So then she slaps that thing on the grill, and it was my burger. Uh-huh. And it was delicious. I'll tell yeah. you what. The cooking process does take out most of the germs Oh, and yeah. most of the you're, cigarette ash. You're burning that E. coli right, out of right off of yeah, it. It was yeah. a good burger. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> but I remember sitting there going like, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. There, there, we are seconds that away from disaster. Flavor. We are seconds flavor. away. There is an oxygen tank. <laughs> there's a gas line. There's a cigarette. And there's an open flame. Imagine the last thing Ryan Pluckelman <laughs> sees. Wow. I can't believe I'm seeing. Here lies Ryan Pluckelman. He died in Flavortown. That's what happened. But yeah. With bits of rum covering your body. Singed. What a way to go. Though. Yeah. So, yes. What a burger's coming soon. All right. Another burger joint. And those are the biggest stories that you will find on ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. Your week. Your news, an original ClarksvilleNow.com podcast.